0: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
2: As you practice
3: each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
0: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you've got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals, and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. KFI AM
4: 640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4. Every day, and then after 4 o'clock, you can listen to what you missed. John and Ken On Demand, the podcast on the iHeart app. All right, we understand that Jack Smith, the special counsel in the Justice Department, is supposed
5: to make a statement about what just happened last hour, the word that Trump has been indicted again. Four counts, federal grand jury. Uh, Efforts to overturn the 2020 election that led up to the January 6th, 2021 assault on the U.S. Capitol. The counts are conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy against rights. It is a 45-page indictment, John, and I've been reading it during the break, but I only got halfway through. But I wanted to read one section that I think is particularly important. A lot of it, the detail in the case is about how Trump and his co-conspirators inserted themselves in certain states that were very close. You can probably guess those states. Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, to question the outcome and to make certain assertions. But here's a key part. Beginning in early December 2020, he and co-conspirators developed a new plan to marshal individuals who would have served as the defendants electors had he won the popular vote in seven targeted states, Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, New Mexico, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and cause those individuals to make and send to the vice president of Congress false certifications that they were legitimate electors under the plan. The submission of these fraudulent slates would create a fake controversy in the certification proceeding and position the vice president presiding on January 6th as president of the Senate to supplant legitimate electors with the defendant's fake electors and certify the defendant as president. There you go. Yeah, so this is the false elector story that we've been talking about, but I guess they actually were going to come up with people, uh, at least names
4: to represent these electors. Yeah, this is a very detailed uh, scheme that Trump and his attorneys put together. It, again, it was so misleading to focus just on the storm, the protest uh, at the Capitol building. What was going on behind the scenes for two months leading up to that protest was all the legal planning that was going right. on. They, they, they. You know, you, you wanted, you wanted to create the ruckus uh, in order to scare and distract everyone, but. To actually implement the scheme, you had to have these fake electors. You had to you had to like follow the uh, the rules, if you would right up to a point. And so it's like, okay, we need a different slate of electors. All right, how are we going to do that? Who are we going to get? You know, what's the process for getting an, another group of electors on paper to be submitted to Pence for approval? And and so that took quite a while. I'm reading uh, on one website that. Uh, that Trump is going to claim that he didn't do anything wrong it was his attorneys who uh came up with this uh with the scheme uh he's co-conspirators
6: uh, he named in the indictment and he's going right.
4: to he's going to scapegoat specifically Rudy Giuliani and John Eastman oh uh, is he yeah uh, they,
5: that, uh that he didn't have too much of the knowledge of the detail of this that they carried out all the uh possible
4: illegal acts in right. fact uh Giuliani admitted, I guess this is what I saw last week in a court filing in late July, that the statements he made publicly and repeatedly about Georgia election workers were false. He kept claiming that the election workers were committing fraud. And then Eastman testified before the January 6th committee last year. He admitted that uh, using Pence to overturn the election was illegal, but he pushed for it anyway. Even Eastman emailed Giuliani requesting that he should be on the presidential pardon list if that is still in the works. <laughs> so Eastman knew he was in so deep, he's he's going to need a pardon.
5: Well, uh, there's a story about Michigan in this indictment that uh, Trump called in top, I guess, Republican officials from Michigan, state reps. All
6: right, we are going to go to the oh, uh, go. special counsel, Jack Smith. To
2: just ask. You all to silence your cell phones, mute your laptops, anything that makes noise would be helpful. Um, In just a few moments, I expect Special Counsel Jack Smith to come to this podium and make a statement of about two minutes in length. He will not take questions. If you have any questions after the press conference is over, please see me on the side. Any questions right now? Do all
7: right well we thought that was special counsel jack smith so obviously he is not up there yet at the podium but he is expected to speak any moment
5: thanks for jumping the gun
7: well you're welcome
5: uh, blame you know what jack smith looks like no well, blame me
7: yeah eric oh uh, that I, eric Sklar. Yeah, it's okay you know we wanted to make sure that we got you this information so he who was that guy
5: that was talking i I have
4: no idea i don't know what jack smith (laughs) sounds like but tv's about 10 seconds behind the feed that i have in my ear so okay it's all right Uh, some
5: bald-headed goon uh so the michigan story was this because i'm reading through the indictment again it's 45 pages it's kind of fascinating but uh, we've laid out some of the big parts dealing with the fake electors he called in a couple of republican michigan state legislative people to the white house and he basically was uh looking around for one of them, John, was a, a fake Detroit vote dump. Did you ever hear that story before? That supposedly a whole bunch of ballots were tossed in for Biden and Detroit that were probably fake. not that specifically, but there were a lot of those claims. And allegedly the Michigan officials, and I think they were Republican, told him, no, you just didn't perform well in areas where you needed to have a bigger turnout in Michigan. We're sorry, we didn't find anything to that story. So these are the kinds of things that are in the indictment. It was all the... Between Trump and uh, they're described as co-conspirators, lawyers, advisors, as a Justice Department official, they were coming up with anything they could to try to change the outcome. Uh, and the biggest means, of course, was the slate of false electors that they wanted to submit to Congress. Yeah, cause,
4: but what attorneys do, and they do this in all these cases when you hear like crazy defense theories, is they brainstorm. It's like, well, what if we say this? What if we say that? Is this plausible? Is this an argument? They also look at arguments that's going to stir up the public, right? You right. know, and, and a lot of these arguments did stir up the public. What a lot of people don't know is how much they were manipulated by just a lot of nonsense coming out of Trump, Giuliani, John Eastman, and the, the whole lot of them. They were making these things up in order to upset people and get them into a frenzy. And they hope the combination of the legal paperwork assault with the fake electors and the people
6: Today, storming. Indictment was unsealed. All right, now we are going to count President special counsel Jack Smith. with Conspiring to defraud the United States. Conspiring to disenfranchise voters. And conspiring and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding. The indictment was issued by a grand jury of citizens here in the District of Columbia, and it sets forth the crimes charged in detail. I encourage everyone to read it in full. The attack on our nation's capital on January 6th, 2021, was an unprecedented assault on the seat of American democracy. As described in the indictment, it was fueled by lies. Lies by the defendant, targeted at obstructing a bedrock function of the U.S. government, the nation's process of collecting, counting, and certifying the results of the presidential election. The men and women of law enforcement who defended the U.S. Capitol on January 6th are heroes. They are patriots and they are the very best of us. They did not just defend a building or the people sheltering in it, They put their lives in the line to defend who we are as a country and as a people. They defended the very institutions and principles that define the United States. Since the attack on our Capitol, the Department of Justice has remained committed to ensuring accountability for those criminally responsible for what happened that day. This case is brought consistent with that commitment, and our investigation of other individuals continues. In this case, my office will seek a speedy trial so that our evidence can be tested in court and judged by a jury of citizens. In the meantime, I must emphasize that the indictment is only an allegation and that the defendant must be presumed innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law. I would like to thank the members of the Federal Bureau of Investigation who are working on this investigation with my office, as well as the many career prosecutors and law enforcement agents from around the country who have worked on previous January 6th investigations. These women and men are public servants of the very highest order, and it is a privilege to work alongside them. Thank you. Why didn't you charge any of the other COVID-19?
5: The trying to ask him questions. This is Jack Smith, special counsel. I don't think he's going to answer those questions. No, he
4: turned and walked
5: away. He made a two-minute statement. And you heard the first question, though, John, a little off mic, but they wanted to know, what about the co-conspirators? Are going to charge them? And I think Smith did make reference to them in a statement that uh, those
4: uh, indictments could be coming. Well, I mean, there is such a thing as an unindicted co-conspirator.
5: Right. In yeah. the indictment against Trump, they're not called that. No. They're just called co-conspirators.
4: Right. So it so tells be,
5: me that's pending.
4: Right. right. There's going to be a separate indictment of those characters. Uh, yeah. Also, it's possible that his uh, chief of staff, Mark Meadows, might end up being named as a co-conspirator. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. So it would be uh, perhaps Eastman, Giuliani, Sidney Powell, three of his attorneys. Because, you know, somebody had to create the infrastructure. Because, you know, obviously Trump couldn't think this up by himself. He's yes. the guy just saying, hey, find me a way. Find me a way. What do you got? What do you got? What do you yeah, got? What can we do? Uh, that that uh, sounds, sounds like Trump. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's, he's the... <laughs> get it done. The, right. get, get, get it done. <laughs> Make it so. What do you
5: got for me? Uh, it's got to be a way. You know, this is the thing I go back and remember. Remember on election night, he was ahead. Mm-hmm. And he was already declaring victory. That was part of the plan. He's not alone in this, and you and I know this very well, that we don't like when votes continue to, quote, come in for Mm. days and weeks after a voting day. The mail-in votes. (laughs) Yes, and that's what killed him in the end in those states that were critical. And, you know, we found this out in California, too, as the L.A. Times like to say, elections are no longer about one day. They could go on for months. No, uh, I don't know about
4: that. (laughs) Well, okay, yeah, and that's where, that's one of the reasons they've lost so many Republicans, is because a lot of Republicans don't trust this mail-in system, and and you 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 can't vo- have votes sitting around for months. Yeah, and every minute that goes by, I personally believe less and less in the system. Right. Now, 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 with Trump, Trump stuff is crazy. But just as a general principle that I have, I'm looking at you know government workers, partisan political operatives, and you have the, these votes just sitting there, you know. When I was a kid, it was it was occasionally rare and exciting when they had to count the votes all night, right? Because they just had—they didn't have all the uh, all, all, all the uh, machinery to count votes quickly back then, right? Oh, they but, used to have to bring them to, like, some central place and run, right. like, the, the voting cards through or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's
5: right. The yeah. old
4: days. Right? But uh, years go by, and now they have sophisticated machinery, so votes can be counted quickly. And somehow we went backwards, and things take far, far longer than they did 40 years ago. And that shouldn't be like that. Not to mention, you know, the, 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 the possibilities when you have ballot harvesting, when you have people going door to door, collecting ballots, filling in ballots, going to nursing homes, collecting ballots from illegal aliens in the streets. I mean, all this stuff makes people go, wait! And, and so that, that's, a, that's a rich environment for somebody like Trump to take advantage of just a general lack of trust. You know, maybe his story is nuts, Most of the public doesn't really know the details to this day. But they just have a sense like, you know, this is funky. This isn't right. What do you mean it's going to take months to count votes? It didn't used to be that way.
5: Yeah, the mail-in vote was a game changer. Uh, Obviously, the pandemic brought that on. and Now, not every state has mail-in, but a lot of them do now. And that has completely slowed everything down. And you and I, believe, has really opened the door to a lot (laughs) of fraud. But Trump couldn't prove it, as you said. He tried in many places with many
4: courts to prove the outright right. fraud. There was just all this anecdotal evidence it's, that didn't it, really pan out. It's not hard to get 15 minutes to go vote in your neighborhood. So what did you get with this mail-in vote? A huge number of people who have little interest in politics, too stupid to understand what going on. What's going on? They don't work. Maybe they're they're physically or mentally ill. Uh, they're, they're they're lazy. Uh, you know they're on the dole in some way right they live off the government none of these people were voting and now they are you know smart people pro- pro- professional people people with with who, who track the news they they don't they don't need mail in ballots it's the crowd who never voted and never cared who got mail in ballots and then you send a ballot harvester door to door it's like here i'll fill that out for you and that's right. what created this suspicious environment i'm not insulted That's all right I vote by mail all the time. Oh, well, of course you do.
5: I have not appeared well, in person in the last few years. I,
4: ju- I just I just laid out the uh, the makeup of these people. But
5: remember, it used to be a special thing you had to request a mail in ballot. Mm-hmm. You know, but now everybody just gets one. And since they did that, I just thought, ah, eh, why don't we go down and stare at the old people behind the table? I'll just uh, fill you, this out. You know what? So so. And the, they have those special boxes now. You put it in those drop off. <laughs> <so, laughs> Let me read you one part of the indictment. I think is kind of fascinating. It involves Pence. And that's a big part of this. Vice President Mike Pence, of course, presided over the Senate. And a lot of this deals with uh, certifying the election results. So tell me this doesn't sound like Trump and Pence. And here is the passage. On December 25th, 2020, when the vice president called the defendant, that would be Trump, to wish him a Merry Christmas. Does that sound like Pence? Yes. Very religious kind of guy. The defendant quickly turned the conversation to January 6th, and his request that the vice president reject electoral votes that day. The vice president pushed back, telling the defendant, as the vice president already had in previous conversations, you know I don't think I had the authority to change the outcome. Well, on December 29th, as reflected in the vice president's uh, uh, notes, the defendant falsely told the vice president that the Justice Department was finding major infractions it gets it gets really good here. On uh, January 1st, the defendant called the vice president again the defendant's Trump berated him because he had learned that the vice president had opposed a lawsuit seeking a judicial decision that at the certification the vice president had the authority to reject or return votes to the states under the constitution. The vice president responded that he thought there was no constitutional basis for such authority that it was improper. In response, Trump told the vice president, quote, you're too honest. Within hours of the conversation, the defendant reminded his supporters to meet in Washington before the certification proceeding, tweeting the big protest rally in Washington, D.C. will take place at 11 a.m. on January 6th. Locational details to follow. Quote, stop the steal. On January 3rd, the defendant again told the vice president that at the certification proceeding, the vice president had the absolute right to reject electoral votes and the ability to overturn the election. The vice president responded he had no such authority, and then a the federal appeals court had rejected the lawsuit, making that claim the previous day. So there's just a passage from this that gives you an idea of kind of what they were working with here in terms of coming up with this. Yeah, uh, no, he had case the, against Trump. He had
4: the wrong guy uh, as vice president. Pence is just not that he doesn't have that makeup. Oh
5: no, no he's yeah, not. Pence he's he's a, not a shyster. Kind of a, I mean, you and I believe most politicians are corrupt. It would never surprise me if Mike Pence eventually gets charged. But he doesn't come off that way. Yeah, he's kind of quiet. He's fairly religious guy. Uh, yeah, it doesn't and even his campaign is a dud uh, for president. Well, Did you yeah. know he was running for
4: president? Uh, well, it's it's a dud because all all the pro trump voters would never vote for Pence. They'd vote for Biden before they voted for Pence. Pence is the traitor. Right. So w- w- why he's running, I, you know, well, I mean, there's nothing else to do. Uh, supposedly, it says here, Pence took a lot of notes
5: um, and that's what <laughs> they used in this okay. indictment. And and yeah. apparently Trump made claims like, bottom line, we won every state by hundreds of thousands of votes. We won every state. Uh, and what about in Pennsylvania? Two hundred thousand by five, two hundred five thousand more votes we're going to have. He just started blabbing all this
4: stuff. Well, when Trump would hold business meetings and he had some uh, something funky was going on, Trump would walk around the table, and if he saw anybody writing notes, he'd grab the paper. He goes, no note-taking, no note-taking. I don't oh. want anyone taking notes. And he would crumple them up or tear them up because he knew what he was saying might have been illegal, unethical, something he doesn't want to see in print in a court case, and here's what happened. Pence was taking notes. So Pence might go on the stand and he's going to testify against Trump and not only have his memory, but have the notes that he made at the moment it happened. Right. Uh, It says here on January 5th,
5: Trump met alone with Pence when the vice president still refused to agree to the defendant's request to obstruct the certification. Trump grew frustrated and told the vice president, I'm going to have to publicly criticize you. Upon learning of this, the vice president's chief of staff was concerned for the vice president's safety Mm -hmm. and alerted the head of the vice president's Secret Service detail. And as we know, weren't some of the
4: people that stormed the Capitol looking for Pence? They were chanting, hang Mike Pence, hang Mike (laughs) Pence. And a, a group of women down the hallway looking for him. And Pence apparently was looking left, looking right, trying to find a way out of whatever room he was in. And they opened up like a side door or something to hustle him down ahead of the mob. Right. So he he could have been killed because the guys the guys involved in that chase were serious. Uh, Wow. This continues. I think this is December 6th. Yeah, it
5: is. At 1115 a.m., Trump called the vice president and again pressured him to fraudulently reject or return Biden's legitimate electoral votes. The vice president again refused. Immediately after the call, the defendant decided to single out the vice president in public remarks he would make within the hour, reinserting language that he had personally drafted earlier that morning, falsely claiming the VP had authority to send electoral votes to the states, and uh, but that advisors had previously successfully advocated he be, be removed. Okay. So there is uh, just part of the indictment. It's 45 pages we've been going through it, and of course... Uh, Breaking news, if you're just tuning into the John and Ken show here on KFI, is that, yes, Trump has been indicted again. The special counsel, Jack Smith, just came out about 10 minutes ago and made a statement. It was kind of generic. He invited everyone to read this 45-page indictment to understand the details of the case that they have against him. But, John, you heard him say that innocent until proven guilty... Uh. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah, they even put this in at the Capitol throughout the afternoon. Members chanted, hang Mike Pence. Where is Pence? Bring him out. Yeah. Traitor Pence.
4: Yeah. No, they, <laughs> I, I'm sure a couple of those guys would have killed Pence. No doubt about it. Because they were they were whipped up in such a crazy frenzy, and they thought they were doing their, uh, their patriotic duty. Yeah, and it's innocent until proven guilty. Plus, you only need one of that. Let's say if there's 40% of the Republican Party solidly behind Trump, believes no charges, you get one guy on those juries, and all these cases could fall apart. And then Trump walks around as the vindicated hero. However, how that translates into I, votes is impossible like to it, tell. Yeah, I, <laughs> because a lot of a lot of Republicans are not going to vote for Trump. They may not vote for Biden, but they're not going to vote for Trump. They might stay home, or they might vote for a third party or something. I, I it, and Trump never had a, a, a any margin of error to begin with, right? He won in 2016 by a hair. He only got 46% of the national vote, but it fell in such an unusual way that he picked up several states that Republicans normally don't pick up in modern times. And he couldn't repeat that, that uh, in, in 2020. The, the wacky thing is, if COVID didn't happen, he probably would have been reelected in 2020. I think so, because yeah. that disrupted the economy, got people in a foul mood. You know, and that's why it makes me wonder if the Chinese planned this, just to throw everything into disarray.
5: And when he came out for, like, those daily briefings and started to say some weird things.
4: Yeah, I know. <laughs> just... No, he, he he performed terribly. You know, had, had, he, had he acted like any other normal president, he, he would have gotten reelected. But, you know, his, his worst moments were trying to handle the COVID emergency when people were panicked and terrified and and he just said things that you know were we're nuts. We just got an email from a, a Trump crazy. Cannot believe you're
5: buying the Smith deep state allegations and lies. January 6 was a total setup by the corrupt deep state. Obama, Pelosi and corrupt senior FBI. Oh so she
4: believes that that this was all orchestrated to the January 6 right. was orchestrated. Wow, the, the counter conspiracy. Right? Trump the, had, had the, the government's charging Trump with his conspiracy to basically overthrow the government, overturn the election. And then the counter-conspiracy is that, no, no, this is a setup by the, by the deep state.
5: Sort of like the mass shootings were fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, to get exactly. Guns. She writes, she's the only one we all believe, Trump. Truth will come out. I'm looking forward to your on-air public apology.
4: <laughs> well, we haven't Look, said Trump like, is guilty. We're just reading the indictment. Well, besides that, if you're looking for, uh, you know, some... Uh, some uh, 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 some ass licking uh, Trump worshiper. You came to the wrong show. Okay, <laughs> really. I voted for the guy, but you know, the last last couple of years, this, this this behavior is insane. All right, we got
5: more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM six forty live everywhere. iHeartRadio Radio app
0: across America. BP supports more than two hundred seventy five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, Assisted living and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort style amenities and high quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.
0: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
3: Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness.
0: He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other.
5: All right, again, if you're just tuning in, another indictment against uh, President Trump, you can go check out the 45-page indictment. It is a federal indictment dealing with the election results in 2020 and the run-up and, of course, the January 6th takeover of the Capitol. Uh, Right now, we're going to revisit a story because we're going to talk to someone that I think has done more research into it than any other reporter I've seen out there. It's Katie Grimes with the California Globe. It's about this, uh, this weird illegal lab in a place called Reedley, California, which uh, well, this lab had bioengineered mice and infectious agents. Uh, it was a month-long investigation, and apparently, it's a well, it's owned by a Chinese medical company registered in Nevada, but it was unlicensed to be in Reedley. These
4: this mice is near Fresno. By these the way. mice were genetically engineered to catch and carry the COVID nineteen virus. Uh, so, is this?
5: Yeah. yeah, is this the Chinese trying to infiltrate oh. inside the U.S. to conduct... Yes. Uh... <laughs> that's... yes, that's what it is. Well, let's get Katie on the show, and uh, she
4: has done an exhausting amount of research on this weird okay. story. All right, Katie, this is some kind of uh, subversive attack by the Chinese, isn't it?
7: It sure sounds like it, the way you guys put it, yeah. <laughs> this is it's, it's really creepy in general. I'll just leave it at that for the time being until we know more. But, yeah, this... this funky weird unlicensed lab operating in this small town in the central valley um and what's so um kind of unsettling about it is that the licensing for the kind of work they were doing is supposed to be through the federal government um they would have also needed some county licenses for environmental health reasons but um Yeah, they are registered as a business in Nevada. The old business that this particular Prestige Biotech took over from did get a business license from the state of California in 2019, but they ended up going bankrupt, and there's some Nevada uh, Nevada lawyer handling that. Well,
4: you know, you get a license in part to explain to the government what it is you're doing. Correct. So they could see if you're doing something dangerous. Since they didn't bother to get the licenses— Obviously, they didn't want anyone to know. And that's why I'm really suspicious. Well, Katie, they're saying they just
5: took over in bankruptcy from this company, its operations. Is that what they're saying?
7: Right. Yeah, because they were apparently the largest creditor, which tells me they were probably in bed with this company to begin with. Um, The other thing that was so odd is I spoke with the code enforcement officer who discovered the building. And, um, you know, she was very, very helpful. She said... They tried numerous times to get a hold of the owner, a woman, I thought it was initially a man named Zhai Quin Yao, who says in an email she lives in China, they couldn't make any you know telephone connections with her. She just kept emailing them. And then I think when they were pretty much demanding you know that she show herself, she brought in some sort of weird consultant. And then people just kind of disappeared and then popped up and said, oh, we're with her. I mean, it's. They're doing everything right. they can to avoid this.
4: Okay, I mean, this is this is obviously very bad, and very dangerous. They well, had a, they had a thousand mice. Uh,
5: yeah, a, talk about some of these infectious things. That I, were I in mean, the they rod. had they had every hepatitis hard. and COVID yeah. and. I mean, the malaria. list was un- malaria.
7: Yeah, they uh, had they found samples of chlamydia, E. coli, streptococcus pneumonia, hepatitis B and C. Herpes, one in five, rubella, and found samples of malaria in this lab.
5: And supposedly they were making like test kits for COVID and
7: other things or something. Or yes, and supposedly pregnancy test kits also. All
4: right, was that a cover? What... Was that a cover uh, you, story? You
7: gotta, I know you gotta wonder. However, so the original company that this um, prestige biotech lab took over for um eventually did have the um, FDA recall the test kits they were producing.
4: But, but yeah, but what, what about the genetic engineering of the mice? No, that, that, that's what well, really got my attention. They're supposed <laughs> to catch and carry COVID-19. To do what? Yes.
7: Well, that's just it. And we're not getting any answers yet, obviously. Um, the FBI is not talking. The Department of Toxics isn't talking. Of course, um, you know, they all say it's under investigation, so we can't talk. Um, but this is exactly what was going on in the Wuhan lab in China. Um, they were infecting mice to see how they would react with the COVID virus. Right. So, it's you know, it's it's not a stretch to conclude that, A, what was going on in the Wuhan lab was going on here. And then I've been told just early this morning that there there's another lab up and running in Fresno. Um, I was also told by a source in Fresno who actually had an attorney verify it that the same company did this in Canada. They had licensing in San Diego. So when I originally wrote the story, um, I asked a gazillion questions and obviously one of the, you know, the questions were how many of these labs are not just in California, but around the country. And of course, what does the Newsom administration know about this? Since he was in bed with the Chinese during COVID, anyway, with that whole billion-dollar BYD mask purchase.
4: What, what yeah. about what about connections to the Chinese Communist Party?
7: Oh gosh, yes. Yeah,
4: or is um, it, yeah, everything absolutely. everything leads there, right?
7: I, always, always. I mean, the the Chinese Communist Party has infiltrated, you know, California academia, and obviously academia and the rest of the country. Um, we know that they're in our, you know, local, state, and federal government. So of course, I mean, this is this is the kind of stuff they do. And then when you when they play the, you know, the mole game and the duck and cover and never really answer any questions, um, of course they have something to hide. So you know, again, I, it's I, not a tough conclusion.
5: You're reporting that the federal EPA is taken over here from the California Department of Toxic Substances. But what about the the FBI or something like that investigating this from the whole? criminal operation side of this it doesn't seem to be clear to me
7: well it's not clear other than the officials i talked to in the city of Reedley, um you know they of course brought in the the cdc um and then the california health agencies but the fbi was brought in um not that i have a lot of confidence that much will be done with it but you know the fbi is supposedly involved
5: All right, Katie, thank you so much, and good reporting
4: on this. I have another question. Why are you the lead reporter of all this? I don't see this anywhere else.
7: Yeah, I know. It's very noticeable that the Los Angeles Times is ignoring this, the San Francisco Chronicle is, the Sacramento Bee, the San Diego Union Tribune, and most of our mainstream media in the state.
5: Yeah, we found a story in USA Today in the Daily Mail so far beyond your coverage. That's about right, it. Right, and that's
7: about all you're probably going right. to see. Maybe and the- Pravda and Al Jazeera. <laughs> <laughs>
4: all right, Katie, good work. We'll talk with you again soon.
7: Thanks a lot. All right, uh, that's Katie, thank you.
4: Katie Grimes,
5: the editor-in-chief of the California Globe, and she has run a series of stories on this strange illegal lab up in Fresno County that, as we told you, had uh, all sorts of horrible infectious diseases and tons of dead lab
4: mice. I- wow. So, are they run? Are they running a massive operation to spread disease amongst us? I, is that is that is that their war? That that I, they they have
5: uh, why engaged isn't in? Newsom got the attorney general investigating this and helping out the FBI to find out you know what's really going on here instead of these mysterious Chinese people behind this giving very vague answers as to what they're up to. And you heard Katie just say there seems to be others like these. They're up in to other no good. Places.
4: No reputable uh, medical uh, facility runs like this. None. No, oh. I I think you're right. I right. Think so they're they're up to they want to do something bad, and they have uh, to, like two dozen diseases that they were working on. Are they? Tr- is the goal to get us all sick, and to create further hysteria like was created three years ago when 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 they uh, released that pathogen for Wuhan? Oh, and I have to correct
5: the record. NBC News did a story on this too, and they're kind of progressive left wing. So. They did do a story on this. I saw it yesterday. It was after Katie's immense coverage. But yeah, they probably they all did st- do their own version. They, they all stole her work. Uh, could it be? Because, I mean, obviously, wouldn't you think people would click this story? As you said earlier in the show, John, that's uh, what uh, it's all about now. If, if, if you'd saw like some massive illegal lab run by like, Chinese peoples in California if, with all sorts of infectious diseases. Right. I
4: think I'd click the story. I'm, I'm more interested in that than Trump's
5: indictment. <laughs> Good point. This could kill us. John and Ken KFI AM 640 live everywhere iHeartRadio.
1: You're listening to John and Ken on demand from KFI AM 640.
4: You know the you know how what tipped uh, the police off to this warehouse? It was like a hose coming out of it, it or was something, a, right? It was a garden hose that was illegally attached to the building and that led them to go inside and find uh, all the mice and all the diseases that the mice were Yeah, it was like a
5: code enforcement officer was looking around. And uh, again, we're talking about this uh, illegal lab in Reedley, California, near Fresno.
4: But all the people running this lab, must did they come from China? I I guess nobody. Nobody Working there? or Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the government, this is is why you can't have wide open immigration. Because it's had to be a lot of people who put together this laboratory operation here. There must be a lot of employees. What happened to all of them? would they go flee back to china to report uh, to beijing
5: and if it was a legitimate operation well what were you really doing creating COVID test kits and pregnancy no, test kits no. by experimenting on mice with
4: i i z- i believe zero percent that it was a legitimate operation they they the, 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 those were cover stories pregnancy tests we got plenty of pregnancy tests in this country All right. Again, the
5: big story is that Trump has been indicted, and Thursday will be another zoo. Uh, An initial court appearance for him is set for Thursday, 4 p.m. Eastern, in Washington, D.C. federal court on this latest indictment. Four counts conspiracy to defraud the U.S., conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy against rights. This all deals with the 2020 election results and then the run up. to the January 6th invasion of the US Capitol. So there's your
3: car. The, the guy's guilty as hell. Mark, Mark, please. <laughs> I was going to say Jesus just the opposite. I, I leave the guy, poor guy, alone. Wow. Let him go. Uh, yeah, let him get out on his boat. Go play golf. Come on. <laughs> you got dueling Mark Thompson's. God, God almighty. This is tough. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I was listening to the first uh, segment of your show today and I couldn't get out of the car, partially because it was too hot. <laughs> But secondly, I'll, I'll, I'll
4: take lazy listening. That's,
3: yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you're right about the about the heat and all that uh, that crap at the L.A. Zoo two days ago or yesterday. They're giving away ice pops to all the animals to try to keep them cool. Yeah. So I looked up the temperature of the zoo. And it was 89 degrees. And I'm like, wait a minute. All those animals come from a hotter community and hotter climate than the zoo. They're all from Africa, where it's 130. Yeah. Look at you. They're... Conway the zoologist. And those animals in Africa have to hunt for their own food. They don't get ice pops. Yeah, yeah. Conway to go down there. Yeah! What are you guys doing down yeah. here? Ding dong with you guys.
4: <laughs> there you go. He's on the case. Yeah. Ice pops. Uh, ice pops. For 89 that. degrees. Right. But you know
3: what it does? It gets a free commercial for the zoo, and it lets these uh, people on on news uh, continue with the global warming and touching. Right. touching yeah, themselves. That's cute to watch. Touching yeah. themselves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, I haven't seen that show. <laughs> touching <laughs> themselves. <laughs> they get so excited with the global warming, they uh-huh. start to they start uh, to touch uh-huh. themselves. That's okay. right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's a wrap. All right. Are you done? Is no. Uh, fruit flies <laughs> are around. Got to be careful. Invasive fruit flies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Oh
5: boy.
4: It's like
3: being in the. The Are you sure you need Mark for this? That's right. This just handed to me. It's like some
4: guy (laughs) on a bench going, uh, just mumbling fruit flies. There's two guys going to talk about fruit flies. Look,
3: if you were downtown. (laughs) <laughs> and you and you were at a stoplight, and there's a guy with a megaphone, and he's yelling something in the megaphone. Mm-hmm. Don't you turn your radio down and put the window down just a little? Right. Yeah. Right. That's me. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I'm the homeless guy with the megaphone. <laughs> All right. He's next.
1: Big yeah, we go. Both of them. Yeah. Ding dong.
3: Ding dong.
4: Hey, you've been listening to the John
5: and Ken show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640 1 PM to 4 PM every Monday through Friday. And of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio
4: app.
2: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
7: You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love. Online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands.
6: Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions
4: apply. See store for details.